Hi guys, welcome to the Baby Sleep Magic Podcast. My name is Chantelle and today's episode I'm going to talk a little bit about when to transition to a big bed. This is such a common question I get asked, whether it's through the Baby Sleep Magic community or whether it's through DMs or emails or even with my own clients. Um, now, first things first, I, I recommend keeping your child in the cot till at least two and a half to three years of age. It's absolutely paramount. However, if you have had success in the past, either with your older children that you might have, or you know, you've already tried it and it's an absolute success, then I wouldn't change it. If it's working for you and it has worked for you, then don't change it, not at all. However, if you're in the situation where you're not sure or you, you're just on the fence or your child isn't the best sleeper and you're thinking that this might help, then this is what this podcast is here to do, give you some insight on you know, my advice around transitioning. Keeping your child in the cot between two and a half and three is absolutely paramount purely because of their developmental age. They're just not at the age at that point where they can comprehend and understand exactly what you're trying to say, especially under the age of two and a half. Anything under two and a half, they really won't respond well to reward charts, consequences, uh, anything like that. They just won't get it. They, they might pretend that they do. They might agree with you that they're a big boy or a big girl and they understand what's expected and what's required. But at the end of the day, um, what usually happens, especially after a few weeks, as we call the honeymoon period, the novelty wears off of the big bed and they start to get out or they realize they can get out. They start to go to the door. They start to come out of their room. And that's where the bedtime battles can begin. It's usually not straight away. You might find straight away it actually works quite well and you're under the impression that this is amazing, it's all working to your advantage um, and then it unravels pretty quickly within a month or so. So that's why it's really important to keep them in the cot to at least two and a half, three because once they're beyond that age, then you can use reward charts and consequences to your advantage and this is where it will work because they are old enough to comprehend and understand exactly what you're trying to get across and what's going on. So to go back to children under the age of two, two and a half, if you're wanting to transition because they are climbing out, now this is a different scenario. Obviously safety comes first and we have to ensure that your little one isn't gonna hurt themselves. But what we can do is always try a few tricks in the book before transitioning or going straight to transition from a cot to a bed. So a few of my tricks here would be to, if you've got a monitor, you could talk to them through the monitor. So when it looks like they're about to hoik their leg over the cot bars, you can talk through the monitor, really firm, loud, no. So they understand that that is not acceptable. And at least you can give that a go. Um, popping them in a sleeping bag, if they're not already in a sleeping bag, can help because it really restricts their legs from being hoiked over the cot bars. Um, if you've got a Houdini on your hands who likes to strip off and take their clothes off, you could try popping the sleeping bag or onesie on uh, backwards. That can help. And also remove any bumpers that you might have in the cot, pillows, blankets, teddies um, that they can use to climb. Obviously, all that needs to go as well. Um, I've also got plenty of other tips in my story highlights under toddler tips because a picture says a thousand words and I do have some um, pictures in there that can give you a few other ideas as well. That um, is, like I said, that's in my story highlights under toddler tips. So for children over the age of two and a half, three, um, what you can do to try and make the transition as successful as possible 
is to implement a reward chart. This goes really well with children over the age of, you know, closer to the age of three, because again, it comes down to the comprehension skills. And, you know, toddlers love ownership and responsibility. So whatever reward chart you've got, print it off, give it to them and get them to put it in their bedroom where they can physically and visually see it. Because again, this is their reward chart. They're going to have responsibility for it and they're going to have ownership of it. And that's going to make the success well, hopefully gonna make even more success because they're gonna take that on board and get them to put the stickers on. I wouldn't give them the whole page of stickers because you'll have a stickers all over your house. But at the time that they deserve the sticker, you give them the sticker and they pop the sticker on themselves. Um, also another important thing to remember is with reward charts comes reward. So what you may wanna to start to discuss um, is an incentive for them in the morning. So whether or not, as an example, it's you know, cooking cupcakes or playing Lego or coloring in or doing craft with them, I usually advise against taking them to the shops and buying them something because that's something you don't wanna get into a habit of. You don't want them expecting that every single day. Um, and children would do anything for 15 or 20 minutes of uninterrupted time with mum or dad. They will do anything and that's enough of a reward. If you can say to them, you're gonna sit down with them for 20 minutes and play Lego or do craft, they will love that. That is perfect for them and that's all they want. Um, but again, it needs to be preferably before probably 9 or 10 a.m. in the morning because toddlers have no tolerance and no patience. And what they don't want to be doing is waiting all day for their reward because it's just not going to be an incentive enough for them to be well behaved and, you know, play ball for you that night. So you need to really consider what that reward is, because if you are busy with getting ready for work and, you know, your lifestyle's super busy in the morning, you know, baking cupcakes at 7am isn't ideal. So that's something you just need to think about as a whole. Um, but implementing a reward when they wake up is absolutely, um, it, it is key. That will definitely help and work to your advantage. Also for children over the age of two and a half, three, especially when they can comprehend, opening the door will also work to your advantage because most children are used to sleeping up until this age with the door closed um, and opening their door can make them feel a little bit um, not so isolated from everyone and still make them feel a little bit part of the family even though they're in their room and they're in their bed but if they can hear you guys in the lounge room or hear the tv or see a light come through that is maybe all they need to give them that little bit of confidence and it kind of reinstills them that they're a big boy or a big girl and um, they're in a big bed now and um, yeah, that can also work to your advantage as well. If they're a little bit fearful of the dark, you can obviously implement a nightlight. That usually goes really well with children at this age as well. Um, anything with nightlight, I do recommend it to be either a, a red or a pink or an orange tone, just because that doesn't interfere with the production of melatonin. And as an example, a salt lamp is perfect. If you've got a salt lamp around the house, that could easily be used in your child's bedroom. So, you know, that's my top tips for when it comes to transitioning from a cot to a bed. And like I said in the very beginning, I'm not totally against people transitioning from a cot to a bed earlier than the age of two and a half, three. I'm not. Um, just from my own personal experience, either with my own two boys or with my clients that I work with all the time, you know, the later that you can stall that transition, the better the results you're going to get. Because like I said and have said along all this the whole time is children under the age of two, two and a half, they just don't have that comprehension skill set to comprehend what you're trying to achieve. So, and at the end of the day, what can also happen is 
when they do, if you do experience them coming out of bed and getting in and getting out, the response that you give them is the response that they like, whether it's good attention or bad attention, they don't, they don't care. It's attention. And um, they will then continue that behavior to get the attention that you're giving them because it's attention at the end of the day and toddlers will do anything for attention. So um, that's another factor to consider as well when it comes to transitioning them from a cot to a bed. So yeah, look, I hope that helps. Please feel free to share this information with another mom or a friend if you find it helpful and um, stay tuned for next week's podcast.